Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. If you want a man to value you, there's one thing that you need to know. Men value women more who they work for and earn. And But how do you make him work for you? It's really simple, really simple. Be a challenge. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And let's get started. Hello, my name is Matthew Coast. And today we're going to be talking about seven different things that you can do to be a challenge for a man. So let's talk about it. Number one is wait to sleep together. So I, there, there's a woman in our community not too long ago. I've actually talked about this a few times where she said that my materials helped change everything for her. And she said, one of the main things that changed things for her was that she stopped hooking up with guys on the first couple of dates. And all of a sudden it went from guys disappearing on her all the time to suddenly looking at her like she is relationship material and wanting to be in a relationship with her and competing to be in a relationship with her. And so it's important to wait, to wait. But what do you want to wait for? So my suggestion is that you have some standards that a man needs to meet in order for you to hook up together. And so what kind of standards would you want to have before you hook up with a guy? Let's talk about some things. One would be an emotional connection, like a genuine emotional connection, not just kind of a lust driven connection or that biological urge or that "Mm, girl, you're looking so fine type of thing, but like a deeper real connection that you have on a, on a level uh, of who you are, right? Connecting on who you are, sharing vulnerabilities, getting deeper, actually caring about who both the two of you are together, knowing about each other. That's an emotional connection. That's far more important. It's called intimacy intimacy, and it makes hooking up so much better. And the second thing that you want to do is, or the second thing you want to wait for is his investment of time, energy, emotion, and risk. So this is the second standard. Uh, You want him to invest, right? Why? Because men value things that they invest in. And the more that he invests in you of his time, his energy, his emotion, his finances, Uh, his risk, right? The more risk that he takes with you, the more that he's going to feel like you're valuable and he doesn't want to let you go. Another standard you want to have is him telling you that he's looking for something real and you actually asking about it. And so sometimes I talk to women about this and it's like, you know, some guys at first might not know what it is that they want with you and that's fine. You, you don't get overly invested in him, which means that you shouldn't be hooking up with a guy like that. And then the next standard that you want to make sure that you have is spending enough time together that you actually get to know one another, right? So this is, 
so important, right? You want to actually know each other before you're like hooking up with these guys. And a lot of people are just, they're hooking up all willy nilly whenever, right? Like they meet them and they just, they're so like about each other that they just hook up together and they don't even know who the other person is really at all. So number two, number two is you want to require a relationship in order to hook up together right? Require a relationship. And I know, I know I can hear the little, the little voices right now speaking through the camera and you're, there's some women going, but Matt, we really need to know each other well before I consider a relationship. And I say, yeah, you know, maybe you should know him pretty well before you consider, you know, hooking up together, the whole bang-a-lang-a-ding-dong. You want to wait a little bit and get to know each other first, right? Spend some time, get to know each other. And then there's a there's actually a question that I hear a lot, a, a complaint, or maybe it's like a um, so something where they're like, they're like, but I don't want to do that because, and they say, but Matt, what if the sex is bad? What if I don't really, it, you know, if it's really bad in bed, I don't want to be in a relationship with this guy. And, you know, and then I'm going to have to break up with them. And I'm like, yeah, but you're probably, you're going to do one of two things anyway, right? You're either going to, if it's bad, if hooking up is bad, if he's bad in bed, you're going to do one of two things anyway. You're either going to one, ghost him anyway, or two, you're going to have to break up with him anyway, right? You're going to do one of those two things anyway. And so you might as well make sure that you're setting yourself up for the best possible situation because women have the most power before hooking up with a guy and men have the most power before getting into a relationship. And that power dynamic equal, like it equals itself out a lot more. And the woman gets a lot more power when, uh, after that, right. After hooking up or after the relationship. And so you want that to be about the same time. You want it to happen at the same time because then you, you're not putting yourself into this position where you're like, is he going to want a relationship with me? Please want a relationship with me. We've, I'm already giving you all the relationship benefits. Please want a relationship with me at this point. You don't want to be in that situation. It's a bad situation to be in. Can it work? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of my materials help with that, but you don't want to be in that situation in the first place. So number three, number three is have your own opinions. So it's not a bad thing to have your own opinions about things. As long as you're not like authoritarian and dictatorial about it. And, and as long as when you express your opinions or you're arguing or whatever, you're not creating a divide between the two of you. And it only brings you closer in the end. You can actually if you're, if you have disagreements that it, it can actually bring you guys closer because it creates some friction, which, uh, allows for there to be more intimacy because you're both taking risks and, 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 uh, telling the other person that you have these personalities and these things that you like and that you don't like and, you know, all this other stuff. And so you, you want 
to have your own opinion, but you want to face challenges. You want to face fights. You want to face anything like you're on the same team. It's something that I call the partnership principle. And if it gets too heated or it gets too personal or something like that, tell him that you can see his point of view and that you respect his opinion and move on. And another little tip that you want to have is have some kind of pet name for each other, have a pet name. And if things get really heated, you can always bring up his pet name, you know, something like boo boo honey cakes. Or <laughs> That's probably not a good one. Maybe you don't want to call him boo boo honey cakes, but you know, if you're calling him babe, right. And you're, you're like in fight and you're fighting and, and it's like getting heated and you're like, you know, and, and you just, you stop and he's, he's all frustrated and you're like, you know, touch him, take his hand and you go, babe, babe, babe. Right. All of a sudden it changes the entire dynamic of the argument and the fight because you're like, hey, we have this connection. We're together on this. You know, we're not we're not fighting. We don't need to fight. We don't need to argue. We need to be on the same team and move through life together on the same team. That's what you're doing here. Number four is have likes and dislikes. So places that you like to eat, places you don't like, things you like to do, things that you don't like to do. I like this. I don't like that. Right. And it's one, it's kind of a, uh, like a cliche out there actually about women being like, Oh honey, whatever you want to do. Right. And then the guy's like, Oh, well, let's go do this. And the woman's like, well, we're not doing that. Right. So, and so it's better to let him know ahead of time, like what you're interested in or give him some options than it is to completely open it up to anything and then shoot down his ideas of what he wants to do, because it's kind of emasculating when you do that, right? You want, he wants to lead, you want him to lead, but he also wants to be a good leader. And so if you're like, oh, no, 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 you lead, you be the masculine force and then you start shooting down, you start poo-pooing his ideas. It's like, oh, you know, it's horrible. And so you want to have likes and dislikes, but you want to, to, to be smart about them and just not shoot down all of his ideas and, and let him know ahead of time what you're interested in. You know, like if you want, if you're interested in doing these different things or you're like, hey, I'd really love to do sushi. I mean, it's not, it's not a problem to do those kinds of things. Cause he can still lead. He can still decide where to go and what to do and all that kind of stuff inside this framework of knowing your likes and dislikes so that he can make sure that he's making you happy and making you feel good and all that kind of stuff. So number five, number five is having standards just in general, just having standards for the people that you have in your life for the things that you do, the food that you eat, the just your life, life standards, right? Building yourself up, having a standard for yourself and who you are as a human being. Because the more you have standards for yourself, the more a guy's going to look at you and be like, man, this woman is amazing. You know, she's working on herself. She's She only allows people into her life that are a positive influence on her and all that kind of stuff. And it's really, really powerful and cool for a guy who's, working on things and building himself and all that kind of stuff as well. And so things that people need in order to be in your life, things people need to meet, right? So you're not just friends with anybody. You don't just have anything in your life. You have things that you like, standards that you want to meet 
all that kind of stuff. It's better to have smaller groups of friends with better people than having friends because you knew them for a really long time and they don't have your best interests at heart or they're toxic or they're, they have all these horrible opinions that you are now getting because you're hanging out with them and they have bad thoughts and opinions and stuff about men. And it's just, it's rubbing off on you. And it's just a horrible, horrible thing. You don't want to do any of that. Instead, you want to have some standards for yourself and for the people in your life. Number six, number six is create and maintain a separate identity. This is something called the law of identification. And the law of identification states that the more that you identify with something, the more you act in accordance with that identity. And so think about it. If you, if you identify as being a couple with, with a guy, you'll act as if you're a couple, even if you're not, right? Have you ever done that? Have you ever identified with being a couple with a man and you weren't actually a couple and you treated him like you're a couple? Or if you identify as being completely independent, you're, you'll act completely independent even if you're in a relationship. Raise your hand if you've done that. Say yes if you've done that. How many women here have acted completely independent even though they are in a relationship, right? And so the magic is in the middle. The magic is always in the middle. The, the, here's the left. Here's the right. Here's the extreme. Here's the other extreme. Magic's in the middle. Magic's in the middle. Most of the time, the magic's in the middle, unless you're using the polarity principle. You want a separate identity, a separate life from any man that you're seeing, but you also want to have space for him to be there because if you're so busy that you don't have time for him in your life, he's, he's going to feel like you don't have time for him. And so he's not going to want to pursue that with you because what kind of, I mean, have you ever dated a guy who, who like has absolutely no time for you? He can only hang out with you like once every week and a half or something. And sometimes he's busy on that day. And it's just like, what are you, what are we even doing here? Why are we even trying to do this? Or he can only meet, you know, for two hours at this time, or, you know, only, you know, at, at late at night or something like that. It's just, you don't want to do, you don't want to be that for a guy, right? If you want to have a guy in your life, because I mean, you want to be a challenge, but you don't want to be so much of a challenge that he feels like you're completely unattainable. It's something that I call the, uh, the, the attainability principle. You, he, he needs to feel like he can attain you. Like he can have you in his life. Like there's a, things are moving towards a relationship. Like it's possible for the two of you to be a couple together. So, if you identify too much with the relationship, you'll become obsessed with it. If you identify too much as being independent, a man won't feel like you really want him there or have space for him there. So number seven, number seven is give him some space to miss you and think about you. So he can't miss you if you're always in contact with him, if you're always there, if you're always around. You're not a challenge if he doesn't have to do anything in order to get you, right? Give him some space. And then, you know, and take some time away and then come back and give them some space and come back. Something I call connection cycling. And then when you're together, you make it great. You make them feel really good. Men aren't going to remember everything. Men don't remember everything about what you said or what you did or all the little things that happened. But men will remember 
how you made him feel when he was around you. And more specifically, how you made him feel about himself when he was around you. And so you want him to feel really good when he's around you. So when he's away from you, he's like, oh, I want to be back together with her. I feel so amazing when I'm around her. I just can't wait to be around her again. It's so amazing. And I am just going to review these one more time. So number one is you want to wait before hooking up together. Number two, require a relationship in order to hook up together. Number three, have your own opinions. Number four, have likes and dislikes. Number five, have standards in general for, for people in your life, for yourself. Number six, maintain and create a separate identity. And remember that the magic is in the middle there. And number seven is give him some space to miss and think about you. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you, and cherishes you, visit theforeverwomanformula.com right now.